Matt. Hello, sir. How you doing, buddy? Yes. I'm uh, good. It's it's a busy time of year for a art school professor. Oh man, it's busy. It's busy. It's a busy time for me. Uh, yeah. Why? Why so, is it busy for you? Oh, just it just, it just happens to be crazy for a lot of things to figure out. Did I out see on the, the on the Instagram you just got a giant box of new records? Oh, that's yeah. There two boxes actually. There's two, some two there's boxes. some nice stuff in there. You know what I didn't realize is that uh, there's a copy of Ritual. De la Bichual, whatever that record called. Yeah, yeah, album. yeah. And it has this white, it's just a white cover, and it just says, like, on the back, it has, like, this, you know, First Amendment free speech uh, uh, Yeah, quote. yeah, because they were censored yeah. under Tipper Gore. But the thing was, is uh, I was reading about it, and I guess they weren't really censored. They did that, like, in anticipation of that other cover being... Oh, of being censored? Yeah, so there's not know. many copies of this on vinyl anyway oh, i looked funny. on discogs and i was like holy hey, shit hey can i ask you a question yeah. though hey i got a question for you man what's your name i'm jason i'm matt and we started this podcast to talk about records yep. sometimes we don't have enough time in our day to talk about a whole record no sometimes we just talk about songs we're what doing one song say? today matt once i was there's a mini sode mm-hmm. it's a smaller sode here's a little story i got uh, what's the name of the podcast first you though. say it all right you ready no we listen to records. Now, here's a little story I got to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. It started way back in history <laughs> with that rap and me. My team. So today, I, I literally <laughs> threw a fist pump. You timed that so well. That was awesome. So listen, my brother is working on. So the Beastie Boys did this crazy show at King's Theater, which is like blocks from my house. In okay. Brooklyn, they did this crazy show where they, you can find clips on YouTube and stuff where they just talk about their life and they have slideshows and they tell all these crazy stories and it's amazing. So I guess they did that themselves. So they decided um, to get Spike Jones and reshoot it for Netflix as a big like, let's sell this. Right. Okay. So my brother's working on that. So and tonight's the last night. And uh, so they've been they've been doing this show like the last three nights. I think they're going to put it together. And, um, it sounds awesome. And uh, my brother got me this crazy book at the show. And it's it's basically got all the stories that they're talking about, along with like all their photos and like of all this crazy stuff where they're playing like uh, um, uh, what is that? Like uh, Run DMC, Aerosmith. Uh, what the hell was that? You know oh yeah, this is walk this way. Yeah, so they so uh, <laughs> uh, MCA got to play like bass with Steven mm-hmm. Tyler, <laughs> and there's this oh, crazy picture that. But like they were like, who are these guys? You know, like because they were like they were just friends with Run DMC at the time. You know, like it's so, just so many funny stories. So I'm hearing this story about how when uh, very early, this is like maybe their first or second 12 inch. Uh, had had come out and um, what's his name? Rick Rubin was like, "Listen, Run DMC is is it to you guys? You know, uh, you guys should do something together. Like, let me book this studio and you guys should do something together." And they were like, "Yeah," because sure. I mean, at that at that point, Run DMC was the biggest, and they right, were just right. like happy to to meet them and hang out. So so they go into the studio and like, um, I guess uh, MCA bought his 808 and he was like. Um, he's like, oh, let me just, uh, he's like, let me try something. Let me, let me like record this beat and I'll just, I'll flip the tape over and, and we'll do, and I'll record it again and I'll flip it and flip it. 
and we'll see what we get, you know. And they were like, "What?" Like, like, uh, right. Rock, and they were like, they were like, "Man, it's typical of him to like pull out this crazy thing in the studio in front of Run DMC." Like, we were just like, we we're like, "What? What are you talking about?" So, so he tries it, and he was like, "They were all like, man, that is amazing." And uh, they they just le- they ended up just leaving the studio because they knew they were like that's it it's this is this is magic we're gonna do something amazing over this and they basically just left the studio and hung out with Run DMC just like drinking and walking around the East Village <laughs> and they didn't even record anything with them they just ended up doing that's this funny. after the fact. Well, this is such a crazy record, right? This is um, oh, from Paul's Boutique. No, li- license to ill, license to ill. This is from yes. license to ill. Yeah. What? It's crazy, right? Oh, this is Paul Revere, right? Yeah, yeah. Damn, I, for, uh, yeah. So I want to hear a different track. I want it is because I mean, for me, for my money, Paul's boutique is is oh, the man. best. Yeah, 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 yeah. License to I never really listened to. So well, kind of, <laughs> this early stuff blurs together a little. That's bit. what I was going to ask you about because I remember Summer Camp. This hit when I was I don't know like ten. I don't. I don't oh, know. License totally to was myself, huge. Girls, all everybody loved that song. Girls, but well, that's all, the thing is, like, I remember that. this blasting on the PA that was at the basketball courts at this summer camp I went to, and just being yeah. like, "What is this?" And finally, like, some older kids kind of like telling me what it is because I was just like, "This is. I know this what, is bad. What Whatever this is, this is bad music." And I like yeah, I'm not allowed to listen. to Right. This. And I was like, found out who they were, and I got the tape somehow. Oh. Probably taped it. And I remember I mean, later. Correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but like the Beastie Boys are the like the people who made a rap white, basically. Like up until this point, more or less. I, I wouldn't say. I, mean, I, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say. I mean, that. that's kind of what their their <laughs> reputation is, though, right? They're like the know, the like know. the white rappers from the early '80s, right? You know, it's I have to give them a lot more credit than I have been up until this point, especially with this record. After hearing a lot of their stories and reading this book, and like, yeah, sort of. Well, I, I mean, think, because I, I think I think I even mentioned earlier in, on earlier shows that I was like, oh man, the Beastie Boys like Licensed Ill is a huge like sort of like black eye on their career, right? It's like, oh man, yeah, this you did is say something up. like that, and I still I still feel that way, but now I can see the perspective of like. There's a lot of stories in this book about how they were opening for like I think at one point they got it they got a chance to open for Madonna because she told I think some of her people called Rick Rubin and they were like man we love uh, we love uh, the Fat Boys we want them to open for Madonna and Rick Rubin who did not even manage them or know anything about them was like oh they're busy sorry but I have these other guys <laughs> I have these other guys of Beastie Boys you're gonna love them and they were like great yeah, so they booked them to play well, I, mean, I think I mean it's crazy to think too I mean I, I haven't read the history that yeah. you have but my understanding is they, they were kind of like a shitty punk band first and then they started doing a lot of this stuff well that's the thing um, they were they're just well, me, which is just New York. They were like, sure. it's punk. We're gonna play punk. We're just we're we're hanging. And then and then, but at I the think time, that's why Check Your Head has so much of that punk sound in it. Well, that's what that's what makes them that. amazing, and why I think I have to reconsider them and take them. I mean, at, at least like give them a huge, enormous amount of respect more than than I think I <laughs> was thinking before. You, just because, you did? yeah, because they came from that like. Uh, uh, late 70s punk is happening they they you know get decide to get in on that and then uh you know this uh hip-hop starts in in queens and and they're like oh this is interesting let's let's like mess around in this style and but also you they, know what i mean like i feel like about, like i, I think a different I time think and place so... i think beastie boys would have been a different band well but I, I think i'm so corrupted you know? by knowing where they end up right 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 but like, if you look at the arc of their career, it's like 
check your head. Um, I'm sorry, it's a license to ill. Yep. Is there like bad music for ten year olds? Right. Oh, no, then Paul's boutique is this beautiful complex, like really yeah. interesting, like like well that totally was like out of the sample time record album. where they like and then and then there's um, check your again, head you know? and whatever the other one was that was like how they survived the grunge era I guess you know yeah, yeah. and then there's what the, the uh, one with intergalactic right? is that the, there's ill communication yeah ill communication which has head. like yeah and then but then there's the like danceable yeah. ones with intergalactic and then there was like the more mellow one the five burrows mm. and it's like. I just when I think about the sort of end of the Beastie Boys time, yeah, it's just like frat boys and backwards white baseball I know. caps, I know, with See, shitty tattoos, and like it kind of ruined it for me yeah, because they, sure. the crowd they drew was yes. just kind of a shitty crowd. Absolutely, and I think that like they uh, at least like for what they're talking about in in the book and stuff. I I get the idea that they were like we have our one shot. If we're opening for Madonna, we can go out there and be like nor- play some songs and be totally forgettable and and that's it. Or we right. can go out there with like a 20 foot uh uh penis and just be assholes and th- and just trash the place and be like legends and they were and i think that's how they kind of operated for a while was like we're just going to take total advantage of this crazy time like they so exist why, in that just, place just, you know? just like just as you were talking yeah. about the 20 foot penis yeah. Because you gave a pause between 20 and the word foot there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just pictured the Stonehenge scene yes, from Spinal Tap. That's Town. right. That's right. They made it too big. <laughs> a 20-inch penis. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the re- the rest of the story is that... Uh, that's a terrible image. It's just going to stick with me all day. And, um, and I just... I mean, there's just so much like New York in this book that I'm also like... Oh, it is. Lower East Side because... Well, there's, just, there's just a few people from this era that are embedded in everything, right? Like Kim Gordon and Thurston mm. Moore from Sonic yeah, right. are just they're in every story about New York from this area right. like Mike D especially but all of the right. Beastie Boys you know New York in this era like you can't make music you can't go to a club without like them being a part of it in some way and it's like things that aren't even in their sound well, that, that's it, like, like just way outside of their areas so back back to you this got the, the Sonic Youth working with Public Enemy right. and you got these guys working with like metal band. like it's all over the place but so on St. Mark's there's that record store Sounds I'm sure we went in there before probably a million and times yeah that's where uh rick and uh mca and i think um uh, ad rock were were hanging out and they wrote the lyrics to this song and they were like they come up they came up with uh paul revere or the the horse's name being paul revere's from guys and dolls so they were like just pulling uh-huh. weird like references and then they were talking about they were like talking about high plains drifters and westerns, and they were like, well, "Let's make a story about how like we met like as like in this western." So like I just I really like how like just ridiculous they are at the end of the day too. Like now here's this little story I've got to tell about three yeah. bad brothers you know yeah, so well. Yeah, yeah. Started way back in yeah. history with Ad Rock MCA and me Mike right, D. Right. Um, how long is this song? What's the run? It's not long. It's like three minutes or something. Let me see. It seems... Oh, it's just been on a oh, loop. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not like 25 minutes, but we're listening to one song, man. But um, we're just any, listening anyway, to I one, because we're not listening to all. Although we should do Paul's boutique, I would love to do Paul's boutique. I think we should absolutely. And and uh, uh, that's according to YouTube, it runs at 3:42. There you go. Um, no, Paul's boutique is a crazy album that that really like started the the um, 
sampling well, I'm curious, business because why did like you pick- they could never make that literally you couldn't make that record today because of the amount of samples and they still yeah. have oh, not like given up all of the stuff that they use the for that reason yeah. because they're like we'll be sued so we just yeah we just said Out of nope. all of the all of, all the songs on um a license to ill why did you pick paul revere well because i was reading this book and it came to this great oh, story the one. about okay. hanging out with run dmc and like how he flipped the tape uh, how he's it, like recording it. to reel to reel and he decides to flip it over and he was just like yeah that's just something i you know came up with and and i so i love that like they do have that those those experimental you know like innovative things that they're doing like as however you want to take them however cheesy and like frat boy and you know but i think it's like after the fact it just happened to end up there but at the time i think was looked at a little differently you know it's it's a hard band to to look at outside of the that context of what was happening in new york city at the time and but I'm I can't wait to see this Netflix thing because I I'm not gonna get a chance to get over there and see that that show sadly. Right. But man, I can't wait to see this thing because I think there are some amazing stories. I'm sure there are just incredible stories that the two of them have, and I think that this symbolizes like the end. I mean, that's kind of what Eric was saying is like, you know, they're not ever gonna play again, obviously, and like well, yeah. they got Spike Jones to kind of do this like, hey, this this was our like whole career. And I've just heard they're just so cool. Like they they created this whole kind of world for themselves with like working with people and like putting out, you know, the they had Grand Royal magazine, they had their own label there with uh, at the drive in on it, right? So like they've managed to take all that stuff and, and turn it into a whole world where they've supported people and have that, that have gone on to do stuff. So I think sure. that's amazing you know an amazing like legacy to leave and i think that's what this this thing will be on netflix so, so. that's cool yeah. that sounds awesome that's awesome yeah so i was just All thinking right, about this record in a different way and you no, know that's great. it is it is good it's to not, listen to things that you think you know yeah i mean earlier you mentioned jane's addiction right you know ritual <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I i haven't listened to that in a while i, I put it on the other day and just was like really blown away especially by that second side it just wow it, it's way better than i remember oh, that's awesome um you know, I like. I'm gonna put I that record on. I still have problems that. with that album. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I really love the second side cool. of it. Um, so let's do this uh, in a second. We'll play out. We'll just listen the whole track front to back. Yeah. In the meantime, um, we're in this weird stretch where life is crazy, so we're just running a few <laughs> minis. We got this one, which we'll probably run this week because it sounds like we want to time it with the Netflix thing. Sure. We got we got Romeo Void on the on the back oh, yeah. burner. <laughs> we got we got a few minis coming that's to keep right. you happy. That's right. We'll get back into the full swing of things yes. with with full episodes soon. Uh, Hopefully. Next up on the full episode list, I believe we're doing um, Rodan. Rodan. Rusty. Is yeah. That, is that correct? Yeah. Um, and just a quick shout out to our buddies over at Volcano Vinyl. Yes. The, the Bryans talking about um, various records. The most recent one was a Tower of Power. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I got um, to listen to that still. I haven't They've been doing kind of a, I mean, I loved the, uh, they did an ep- episode on Operation Ivy. Yeah. Which was really yes. great. I loved yes. that episode. Yes. I love um, that. They and I'm are, saving up. Uh, I thought that we were like kind of all over the place, but I feel like those guys are really like doing some di- big deep dives and stuff that I like sure. have yeah, I no mean, they, knowledge about. It's nice to know that we make them sound professional. That makes me feel good. Well, no, they should be glad <laughs> that we are sort of like the, um, what, like what not to do. 
you know. And then right, that's what I'm like, saying. We oh, make them look professional. Vinyl. Yeah, no, people listen to oh, us you and like they're that? like, well, I kind of like what these guys are doing, but if I wanted to hear somebody do it well, I would listen to Volcano Vinyl. Wait, wait, wait. wait All right, wait, man. Wait. This has been We Listen to Records. We're going to listen to Paul yeah, Revere back to front, and we'll be back soon with some full episodes. Mm-hmm. All right, Jay, play here's it. a little story. Now, here's a little story I got to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. It started way back in history with that rock. Pepsi and me. My team.